Oh, yes, and the shit out of this. <laughs> Through the pal. Ah, welcome, pals. Welcome. Welcome. It's uh, the, the podcast, Throw in the Pal. In the room. Thanks for coming. With our pals. With our pals. Uh, so as you might not know, the podcast theme concept is one of us comes in loving a film, the other comes in hating it, and then the third and fourth people don't know what we're talking about, don't know what we're doing. They're the blind. We sway their decision. We try to pull each other's opinions in a very gentle way. <laughs> <laughs> Consensual way. We come in with an open mind. Yeah, we're not stuck in our ways. Absolutely. So yes, by the end of the podcast, we're hopefully one of us will throw in the pal, hence the name, because we're all pals. We're all pals here. And uh, the first one we're talking about is... Elvis. Directed, Elvis. Directed by... Baz Luhrmann. Baz. What year did it come out? It came out in 2022. That's this year, guys. Oh, That's my God. Well, it depends when you're listening. That's true. <laughs> if, you're <laughs> listening what 20, year is it? if you're somehow listening in future? 1995, good for you. But otherwise... I was going to ask what the future was like. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Damn. just so our listeners know as well, this is rated on a score of 11. 11. We do rate things out of 11 here. And why is that, Tom? I have a problem. Okay. <laughs> yes. And That's I want you guys to share in my problem. <laughs> we don't want that. No, well. Please get out of the room. Uh, you guys and can't also, see I'm holding a loaded gun to all their heads. <laughs> That's a lot of guns. <laughs> That's a lot of guns somehow. <laughs> I've tried to... I just dropped one. He's so. ambidextrous. Right. Um, and also, this is our first go at this. Uh, so, you know, we're about to dive in. Uh, just be gentle. Yeah, apologies in advance. We haven't even yeah. introduced our names, you'll notice. This is Ron the Power. I'm Frank. I'm Tom. And I'm Marcus. Enjoy. Right, well, welcome. So, hey, yeah. pal, we're in the room, finally. It's oh, taken this wow. long to get here. Uh, we have decided that... <laughs> Back in the room. Now that a couple of us are in our 30s and one is... Uh, oh, I happy birthday. Oh, yes. Tommy. Tom just turned 29, the big boy. I'm a big boy. Did he? I yeah. did the other day. Um, which is near Didn't get my 30. present from either of you, that's fine. And I think when you're around your 30s, you generally want to start smoking meats. And doing a podcast. Is this a, pre- no, this is a prepared <laughs> bit for this? And okay, we'll just let him go. <laughs> we didn't know this was happening. Sorry, go on. Oh, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, wait, wait. I'll go again. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, do it from the so, top. From okay. the top. <clears throat> Rewind. When you're in your thirties. When you're in your thirties. <laughs> three guys in their thirties. This summer. one is twenty nine. Okay. Um, so, and I think it's time for us to do a podcast and share our opinions on some films because we think people care. <laughs> I mean, yeah, very well. I care. It. I care about what you guys think. <laughs> I do too. I and like that's it. what's most important. We're just here um, to hang out. And this is for our two fans. Yes. Hi, Mum. Hi. Uh, hi to your mum as well. Hi, yeah. Hello, <laughs> Alison Marcus's mum. Lovely lady. Cheers. Okay. Uh, so and that guy about? that we ran into we on about? the way in. We are talking about three different films that we decided to three uh, right now to rewatch, uh, uh, watch or watch for the first time. And we have specified uh, who loves. Who hates? And then the third being the blind. We don't know how. Am I correct? That's it, right? Two of us come in knowing what opinions we have of a film, and then the other person's going to come in total wild card because they they haven't told us. Hundred percent. And then we gang up on the other person. That's it. I think it's a gang. (laughs) It's a gang. It's a violent (laughs) attack of their opinions. (laughs) Oh, you think that's good? You're a fucking idiot. Feelings will be hurt. Language? Are we allowed to? Language. I'm glad you checked after. (laughs) Yeah, we'll cut it. We'll cut it. We'll fucking fix it. We'll fuck. What are you doing? Which one are we doing? Uh, I don't know. What do we feel? I reckon we start with the big one. 
the most recent? Jurassic Park. <laughs> Dominion. Jurassic Park 3. Yes. <laughs> Don't know if you guys 10. have seen this one. William H. Macy. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, he is good. And Tory. Tory Lanes. Uh, the, <laughs> the rapper who shot Megan the Stallion. No. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, not Tory Spelling. It's not um, important. We're not talking about oh, that. Oh, let's God. go back. Let's get back off on, on a tangent. I really need to know who that is. But go on. That's okay. I'll remember. Fuck hey. off. All right. Hey. All right. We're talking about. We're going to talk about. Drum roll, please. Elvis. 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 <clears throat> Directed by. Baz Luhrmann. Starring. Uh, Baz Luhrmann. Uh, Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> in every role. It's his Eddie Murphy moment. He's incredible. <laughs> it is. He's great. I love him in the fat um, Do you guys know how Americans say Baz Luhrmann? Bars. Ba- Baz. Baz. Oh. Or, ba- or bars. Yeah, you're right. They oh. don't say. Sorry, oh. how you said it, you're right. Is it actually? I just, they're, they're like, uh, sometimes they say like Baz, sheep. but they'll be like, yeah, Bars Lerman. And I'm like, it's Baz. Why don't you guys fucking. What was Barry. Is that say it again. again. Say it again. Bars. Bars. No, the so whole thing. Baz. No, the whole thing. <laughs> he just said. Why don't you guys. Wait, from the start. <laughs> He's got a last name. It's right? been a while. Lur- <laughs> Lerman. 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 The Lerman. Bars Lerman. So. Buzz Aldrin. This is going terrible. Um, <laughs> I want to start. Okay, so hands up who liked it. Um, hands up in the podcast. <laughs> hands up. Just so the audience our, knows. Yeah. Put your hands up. You guys up. start counting which hands you see. Well, <laughs> we... Okay, so the premise, I guess, of this bit In is, our spreadsheet, who's written that they like this? Because we've done some... The movie, okay, done okay, so this is I, the, I was the wild card for this one. You okay, were. I liked it. My you, hand is up. You liked Elvis. Confirming I liked Elvis. Just to confirm, it's the 2022 movie with Austin Butler. The three-hour-long epic saga, dramatic (laughs) recreation of Elvis' life starring Austin Butler and Tom Hanks. Elvis. Uh, yes. yes. Tell us a little bit about it. Wait, no, no, no. Before we jump in, sorry to cut you off there, but let's talk about the scale and how we would, you know, this would qualify as a love or a hate, right? Because I think that's important. Okay, so 10 out of 10 or 4 out of 10. Because I think to say that you hated the film can be harsh sometimes when I didn't necessarily hate it, but would I rewatch it? Would I um, recommend it to a friend? Uh, did I like the acting? Was the story good? Et cetera, et cetera, Okay, et cetera. just give us a score out of 10. Actually, I'll go first because I love. Well, yeah, you start. I'd go eight. For Elvis? Sure. 7.5. Tell us a little bit about that though. Like what's your feelings on Elvis? Why did you, why were you into this? Good question. First of all, Austin Butler. <laughs> okay. I thought Austin Butler was incredible. I've not seen him in anything before. I know he's like a teen star. I was like, I don't care about that. He was I in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. As a, <laughs> oh, yeah, as that kid who gets picked up by Brad yes, Pitt. Yes, yes. Cool. Um, yeah, and he's fine in that, I guess. Yeah. Cops are actually, actually pretty good. Anyway, so I was like, he's fucking good. And yeah. He does a bit of the singing, which I think is important. Rami Malek, hello. Um, <laughs> and I just thought, he's, I don't know. I thought he was really vulnerable. I thought it was beautiful. Okay. And cool. I thought the scale from Baz, you know, he's fucking dramatic and grand sweeping shots and way too much music. Mm-hmm. I thought it worked most of the time. And then, obviously, Tom Hanks is the wild card that everyone was like, he's, mm. what's this accent? This mm. fat suit looks bad. Mm. I think there's a reason for it because he's an immigrant, right? Mm-hmm. And he's pretending to be American to some degree. Mm. The accent's bad, somewhat on purpose. Okay. That's <clears throat> my feeling. All right. Anyway, now Tom. Who hated he, it? Yeah, obviously wasn't I, me. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want to talk briefly about that, like when a performance in a movie is bad and we love the movie, 
Mm. justifying it is always a lot of fun. And like I was just talking to Marcus about how I rewatched Troy yesterday with Louis Jordan and I'm watching it going, Brad Pitt is awful in this. And Jordan's going like, that's the point. And I'm like, you can't just say that's the point. point. Why would that be the point in Troy? I would say that Brad Pitt was actually the redeeming quality of that shit show of a film. That's an insane. You know who was was bad in that? It's Orlando Bloom. Yes. He's bad. But that's the point. Plus he like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Eric Eric Banner was bad and he I class. disagree yeah. I think Eric Banner is very good in this uh, this movie Elvis sorry okay, yeah, we talked about um, anyway we're back to Elvis um, I don't think Tom Hanks is very good in I don't like yep. I don't like Elvis um, the, the uh, singer I don't like <laughs> I don't like Elvis to begin with so I went in just hating the music I uh, I didn't like the movie very much uh, just explain yourself Elvis you okay. said that five times I know I didn't like Elvis very much um, <laughs> at a guess Tom didn't like the film I didn't enjoy oh, so Elvis so he's the guy who hates it today. I'm the guy who didn't like it <laughs> so, Got it. so Got we've, it. we've set the premise so anyone who's like so what is this fucking about Frank liked it I didn't and we're going to find out from Marx as a wild card suit we don't know but I'll give a little brief explanation Go, hurry up of how I feel <laughs> oh my god I'm going to punch you over this table do you think Austin Butler's going to get an Oscar nomination he's going to win I don't think he's going to win I think he'll you, get one you and I were talking about it the other day no. and I said I don't think he's going to get nominated and after everything that's happened at the Venice Film Festival and things not coming out there properly the Venice Film Festival mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to get nominated yeah. by default I what? don't think he's going to win default I, don't, I think he's fine in the movie I've not bowled over by Austin Butler in the film. And I think maybe that's the fault of the movie itself, which I think is this slogging, fucking just like endless. I don't know if anyone can Please continue. What Um, else don't you like about it? I do not enjoy uh, the framing device of making it from essentially the perspective of, uh, and I've forgotten his name now, Tom Hanks is playing Captain Colonel uh, Tom Parker. I think that that's an absurd decision. I do not think it works at all. I agree with that. Yes. I agree with I that think point. what is the point of making this movie about Elvis where half of it is, and then this is what I did. And I'm just like, I don't give a shit yeah. what you did. And he's such a villain. He's, I will say that. It's heavy the on the Sven Gali aspect to which in every scene he's coming to Elvis going, I will make you rich. You just have to trust me. And he's like, this man seems legit. I like him. And it's just like, why are you such a child? How can you not see what we can what see? We can also, and it's a Baz Luhrmann movie. It's not subtle, you know? No, no, no. Heavy-handed. Heavy-handed, yeah. like he always is. I want to yeah. give a tiny bit of, literally, like, stop me at 60 seconds, but a tiny bit of context for Baz Luhrmann. 60 seconds? For Baz Luhrmann here, right? It's three minutes. I would imagine that all of us have seen basically all Baz Luhrmann's movies. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, yeah. So we've got Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, Moulin Rouge, Australia, Great Gatsby, Elvis. Correct. Right? Yep. Sounds about right. I, I would argue the first three movies are amazing. I think yes. Strictly Ballroom's really, really good. <clears throat> Romeo yep. and Juliet and Moulin Rouge are top tier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Australia is fucking slog. Awful. One of the worst. Awful Re- movie. I think great Gatsby. As a, as, a, as a big patriot, you know, I love this country. It's grand yeah. final day. And uh, <laughs> I just can't watch that film. Can't I can't watch it. I think Australia's <laughs> awful. And I think that The Great Gatsby is also... The Tobey Maguire as, a, as the fucking protagonist. And he's like, I did a voiceover. <laughs> I just like that Gatsby guy so much. The worst. The yeah. least charismatic person on the face of the it's planet, very, except for Tom. It's very, <laughs> it's very funny that because he's the silent uh, sort of watcher in that movie, and I've, I haven't read the book, but I know that's the point. He's just writing the story. Yeah. You have scenes where Leo and Carrie Mulligan and Joel Edgerton are screaming at each other. This is it, I promise. They're screaming at each other, and they're just going for like 10 minutes, 
and then it'll cut to a shot of Tobey Maguire and he's like, and I'm also here. <laughs> just watching from the corner. Taking notes it's quickly. so yeah. stupid. I hate that movie. I thought it was I his think twist it, on that film where Tobey would end up killing Gatsby sure. and wearing his skin. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a there's serial a, killer vibe. skin wearing, yeah. There's a, there's a version of that. I yeah. could definitely see. I think, Director's Le- cut. I think Leo's awful in that movie. Let's get back to Elvis. We digress. We digress. <laughs> it's been, literally been four minutes of you talking it, about it. too much about Elvis. Here's the Fucking thing. It's, stop. In, it's interesting knowing where these things are going because you go, well, where does Baz Luhrmann go from here? Now, here's the thing as well. He, it was a massive hit. Well, not a massive hit. It was a pretty big hit, Elvis. Like, it's made some money. Yeah. It's, it's something like 220 million uh, I think that's international. It's huge. It's fine. It's and not also, huge. there's not much else out at the moment. There's not a lot else no. out. It came yeah. from behind and people weren't expecting it. It's made like 25 million that's in Australia. What I said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, sorry. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> Got that. <laughs> um, and the last thing I'll say is that uh, I think that the story of Elvis is told by looking at what some of the racial dynamics were going on in America at the time and when something happens to like Martin Luther King and, you know, those things going on and every like white character in the movie is like, you know, this is about us. I'm like, it's not. It's, not, <laughs> it's no. got very little to do with well, you. Well, then there's the whole weird how we're framing this around the story. Yeah, but that, no, well, hang on. Go the on. other piece of the story as well, how Elvis not is not black exploiting the music, yeah. well, but he very much got famous playing black did. music. He did. He admitted yeah. that. Yeah. I think in, the movie dances up to talking about that and then kind of goes like, oh, I don't really know what to say about this, if, and shies away if from If you it. think it's odd that the white people made it about them, doesn't, isn't that speaking is volumes? And, and but I don't think that scene is intentionally doing that, going, oh, white people. It's going like, isn't this inspirational, how these white people came together and wrote a song about racial injustice? And it's like, is that... Is that a, a good thing? And like the dude from Stranger Things, you guys know who I'm talking about? Who's who in literally? Elvis? I actually thought it was Zac Efron. It looks like Zac Efron. You think it's Zac Efron? Jake Montgomery or whatever. <laughs> yes. he's Australian. Yes, yeah. and he's got that scene where they're watching on the TV. Martin Luther King's died, and he like turns around to the room. He goes, "I don't know about all you, but." This really feels like a moment, and it's like it, it is. Of course, it is not your moment. Yeah. And it's, you're producing a TV show. It's a you're not special. <laughs> like you're is. right, Whitey. It is a moment. It's so weird. Yeah, I didn't think it was good. Um, Elvis had an amazing film career. What does the movie do with that? There's like a seven second no, montage yeah, where Colonel pa- Tom Parker goes, and then he was in movies. Oh, the movies. But enough about that. And you're like, why <laughs> enough about that? Yeah, yeah. that would have been amazing. It would have been. Too, too bad, uh, awful, overstuffed, terrible movie. Didn't like I've, it. Three out of 11. Three. three. Just say three out of 10. Nah, I'll do my oh, 11s. 3.5. That's fine. And <laughs> now we go after fucking that now monologue. Now Thomas is 12 minutes. I already, I already know how Marcus feels about this movie. But what? On. I'm pretty sure I do. Oh, it's, it's been pretty obvious, I think, throughout the conversation. However. Yes. Uh, Just give me the score first. The score? Score. Where do you feel? Wait, 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 wait. Do we have a drum roll here? No. Yeah. That yep, wasn't it. That, no, do it, do it again. <laughs> this is this is Drum all we roll. can afford. <laughs> this is going well. Um, I give Elvis a solid, I'd say eight. Wow. Fuck. Okay, you boys, yes. you boys are on side. All right. And high five if you heard that. And uh, <laughs> um, I surprised myself with that because I am not a big Baz Luhrmann fan at all. I, I'm the same. And I went in with low expectations, mm. obviously, because everyone was like, this movie sucks. Tom mm. Hanks is crazy in this. Mm. He is. And maybe that's why I liked it. You go in with low expectations, you sort of go, oh, I think you should do surprising. that with every film, though. Like the hype nowadays, M- especially because social Avengers media's... Endgame, there's no way I'm going in with low expectations. No. <laughs> the Russo <laughs> brothers, yeah. But social media no has such step. a power now, right? <laughs> so you, you, you listen. Everyone has a voice, and that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes is just destroying, you know, 
everyone at the moment. Morbius. And, and specifically. Poor Morbi- Morbius. Yeah, no, Morbius. Not, that's Morbius. the exception to the rule. That keeps getting a you run know, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll give you a brief insight as to why I actually liked it. Yes. Tom Hanks wasn't as shit as everyone made him out to be. <laughs> no. Um, I'll let you... Re- no, 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 I'll, you go. I'll let your rebuttal in here. Absolutely. But I think that his yeah, Dutch immigrant American uh, was extremely intentional and it was a bit uh, campy and, and cringeworthy, but yeah. again, intentional. I think heavy, heavy-handed as I, per Baz. I have a lot of trust in Tom Hanks as an actor and his choices. Um, the only thing I would say is that it's very hard for Tom Hanks to not have Tom Hankisms come through vocally. Yes. Um, you're always going to hear it. He's got such an iconic voice. No matter what accent he does, I mean, I just watched Pinocchio. Him as Geppetto, still hear it. Like, is always going to have. You watched Pinocchio. Oh, oh, that's, that's, that's for another we, day. That's for another day. Um, I don't think I want to watch that. I'm Hankisms sorry. will always come through, but he's he's Tom Hanks for Christ's sake. Like, yeah. yeah, trust him. I think is what I would say. Okay, Austin Butler was phenomenal. Will he win the Oscar? He, oh, not a chance. I, think he will, I don't think he will, but I think he. Sh- I think he's he sh- he has a chance. He's better than Rami Malek. As for oh, yes, but that's a yeah. That's I a, think that's for it, day as well. I think yeah, it yeah. shows the work that Austin put in as an actor. Yes, he like vocally, um, aesthetically, everything. Like it's just there, and like he's born. Look at the guy. He's like he's born to play Elvis, right? Uh, I don't. I'm think sure that. there's another Elvis lookalike out there, but he yeah. he looked very he looks close. Great. He looked great as Elvis. He had the like he had the um, mannerisms down, which I think is that's really hard. Yeah, Elvis moves weird. Truly. Elvis little weird moves. Um, <clears throat> and what I don't like about Baz Luhrmann films is that they are big and flashy and there's always fireworks and it's just, it's a bit too much sometimes. And it's just not really for me. I can see why people love it. But do you think it worked for some of Elvis? I think he was the right choice for this film, which again surprised me. Um, My next choice was Michael Bay. And then it was going to be Wes Anderson. It's crazy. Ah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> wow. Um, Owen Wilson as Elvis. Elvis. The I'm a hell dog. Supporting actors were great and it was just really refreshing to see like a good solid Australian cast. Like sure. I was literally watching and going, know him, know him. Yeah. How good Amazing. was Nat Bass? Did you Mate. see Nat Bass? Yep. Incredible. Truly. Like, good, Did you have a line? Good casting. Line. Good for Australia. Shame. Uh, you got Wenham in there. You got um, uh, Richard Roxburgh. You've got yeah. uh, the young skinny dude from Power of the Dog, whose name's escaping me. Cody Smith. Uh, Cody Smith. Yeah, yep. Anthony Feelin. You got a whole bunch in there. Great. Yeah, I'm um, feeling it, Anthony. You feeling are feeling it. it. Damn. Um, Jesus. It was good stuff, and I don't want to go too much on it, but I honestly, oh, I no, okay, it was fucking long. It's too long. Get, Man, it was long. That's a huge. Too long. I, I don't think so. I could see a world in which I enjoy that movie more. You cut 40 minutes from it, even more than 40 minutes. And it's just because almost every time there's a featured part of something that they don't expand on, I'm yeah. like, well, that was pointless. Like, mm. I mean, what's the name of Elvis's ranch? Graceland. Graceland. Yeah. Did you guys find that the acquisition and then the potential loss of Graceland was just better? Like, you see yeah. a shot of Graceland and you're like, that they must did be Graceland. Dance over a lot of stuff. And then at the end, they're quickly. like, you're going to lose Graceland. And it's like, I've fucking barely I have seen no, Graceland. I have no connection and to Graceland. And then it's like, cuts to a sh- scene and it's like, your mum died. And it's like, what? When? I think <laughs> when did that happen? There's, 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 there's a lot a of fan, assumption. There's Sorry. a fan service to that. Sorry, Frank. There's That's I agree. I think there's a lot of assumption that people know everything about Elvis's life yeah, already. Truly. Which also, I think, plays against the film, but I'll get into that in a second. No, no, no. Because I've been to Graceland. Well, let's talk about it because it's a beautiful house. I think it's dangerous to have that. <laughs> There's a waterfall inside. Yeah, and my sister vomited on the lawn. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Elvis. Sorry, that's so funny. Yeah, why? Why? How was she? Just done well. Just you know, bad. Did she drink from the waterfall? Bad shrimp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 
sorry. Just the idea right. that you Mississippi <laughs> shrimp. Yeah. Every time. It's been there since Elvis died. It's not meant to be eaten. This is Elvis's last meal. Sorry. Anyway, so yes, you think it is a disservice to the film. Who's taking on that? I I know a decent amount about Elvis. Not a not, brag. Not a humble <laughs> brag. Not a huge amount, but I got quite into Elvis when I was probably the age a lot of people do when you you know our generation, like when I was seventeen or eighteen. I don't know when you guys got into Elvis, or if you ever did. I for a second, yeah. For uh, a, I did a school project on the motherfucker. So <laughs> whoa, I'm pretty. Elvis a four, yeah. I remember, I remember the PowerPoint. It was it wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah, I liked the dissolves that you, you know, put in there. I call him L for sure. <laughs> We get along. Vizzy, Vizzy. Yo, L. Um, yo, L. Um, I know a couple of things that I think are really silly they weren't in the movie. Don't know if you guys know the story of That's Alright Mama when they were actually recording that first song. Mm-hmm. What a fucking missed opportunity Seriously. to not put that scene in the movie. And you know why? Because Walk the Line has already done it better. And I think that's the problem, that Walk the Line has set up a problem where if you're going to have a scene where these guys are in a recording studio and they're just fucking around and suddenly the recorder's like, Wait a minute! What was Dude, that? Why did you do play, that? Play that back. And they like they they yeah, yeah. The, they did the every parody. Film's done this. They did the parody That's of it in um. I think you should leave. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Which is a great yep. skit, but yeah, it's yeah. true. But I still am watching that scene, and I'm like, the way that that's all right. Came they did about. it in in Rocket Man. They did it in Bohemian. They do it like so that, often, and it. a lot of the time it's not well done. But I still think that's weird. I also think that understanding what you do about Elvis's life and his family really does a disservice or the movie does a disservice because you read the fact that, oh, his daughter loves this movie. You know, his family loves this movie. And it's like, yeah, because you guys all look fine in it and you've made Colonel Tom Parker the only villain. The only bad you guy. people were leeches to this man. Yeah. This man was the success. He was the cash cow that you guys all demanded keep working and doing what he was they doing. They did put a little bit on that on his dad at the end. A tiny a bit. His dad bit, just comes out bit. and he's like, I'm not good with money, son. And he's like, diet! And that's it. And yeah, then yeah, Colonel yeah. Tom no, Parker comes out and it's like, remember, I'm the devil. And it's yes. like, yeah, well, well, he's the bad guy. Shit, man. I, I think they conveyed that quite well, to I, be honest. I definitely didn't get that. I don't think they, they didn't touch on it heavily, but like, yeah? obviously, the amount of people hanging around at Graceland and fucking doing whatever yeah, but they, 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 they want. Just, they show you that, but they don't really like show that he's bleeding money out to these people and supporting them all. I like, agree. It's, it's only about um, the colonel. I think if you come How away... He's the leech. Yes. And he's one making bad deals and screwing him out of 50% of the profits or whatever. And there's so many bits that they establish for about five seconds that need to pay off heavily. You guys might remember right at the start, the fact that it's a framing device set around like Colonel Tom Parker's had a stroke and it's like, oh, I'm dying, here's my life. And he has a second where he's like, also I'm a degenerate gambler, don't worry about it. And then two hours later it's like, of course, my gambling. And it's like, where did that story and honestly, go? honestly, like, why is it based around that? Why just is it based around it, just, that? Just, just so silly. Just do why are you the Yugoslavian back alley dealer? I'm doing a, a consistent accent with what, what Tom Hanks did. Tom Hanks's preparation for this role was he came in and was like, I'm a colonel. And he's like, yes, <laughs> that's the voice. You sound like the ringmaster from A Bug's Life. I do. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speaking of which was Tom, That was Tom Hanks as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, and also Elvis as well, though. You know the scene where they're in the car early in the movie and someone's and they're like, but of course, the pills. And someone's like, here, Elvis, take this. And he's like, oh, I'll take this pill. This won't come back and haunt me. And two hours later in the movie, it's like, and of course, the and pills. That we've seen one of. One time. One it's, of in the and movie. And it's like, again, it's like Walk the Line. It's like um, the Dewey Cox story, Walk Hard. Yes. It's, 
it feel there are bits that feel like a parody. Yes, and because it's Baz Luhrmann and it's so big, as you say, mm. it's hard for it not to feel that way. I like the bigness of Baz Luhrmann. Can I say I would have liked yeah. more bigness in this movie? I thought there were too many moments where I was just like, "This is just people talking, and it's a fucking terrible script, and it's boring." Yeah, but let's go back to a couple of bits again. Sure, you've talked enough. Talk. I've talked a lot. So let's talk a lot. Let's go I back. Have to one more thing to say about this movie, and then I'm done. So you go. The scene where he's with uh, what's his wife's name? Oh my god, uh, Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie, and she—that's his daughter. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh, wait, are you talking about when he meets her? Yeah, and they're in. Yes, the that was scene. my other thing. I was going to say. It's it's that's a weird thing. She's like fourteen. She was in real thirteen life. when they met. I think. Now that movie's playing that scene as this beautiful romantic meet cute. Casey Musgraves is singing. I can't help falling in love with you in the background, and it's like this is pedophilia. Yeah, it's weird. Really, yeah, bad. it's weird. Really bad. But do you know what I did like about it? Mm. Is those intimate scenes. Yeah. There were that scene in the bedroom, sure. In real life and in the movie, it's weird that he's courting a preteen yes. girl. And her parents then, are made out to be like prudes in that scene. Like, Mama just doesn't understand. Yeah. I just want to be with a man. She's a child. I've got school tomorrow. <laughs> I'm in year seven. <laughs> it's like, yes. Well, you know what, guys? I'm reading The Hobbit. I thought it was nice. <laughs> yeah. How did I you thought it me? was really nice. Anyway, oh, let's, we won't talk about that in this. <laughs> Jesus. And then uh, the one scene that got me, and this is, so I was watching the movie with Lucy, my, my fiancé. This got you emotional. Humble brag. This got you emotional? This scene <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> humble fiance, brag humble got me emotional. No, yeah. So <laughs> at the start, early on, I think it was when he was singing uh, in the dog. pink suit. When he's in the pink suit, when he's singing there. Yes. Uh, I can't remember. Go on. Yeah. So we're watching that, and she was like, he's going to win the Oscar. And this is like Ooh. 20 minutes in. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't reckon. Probably not, I. And then <laughs> 40 minutes later, there's a scene where his mum dies and he's crying on the steps. No, no, no. Sorry, I digress. It's where his wife's leaving him and he's crying on the steps right in his house. Right the movie, yeah. He cries yep. a lot in this movie. He does cry a lot. Again, mm. it's powerful. It's fine. Mm. It's no Zac Efron crying, but it's pretty good. Anyway, mm. I leaned over an hour later to lose and I went, yeah, you're right. He's going to win the Oscar. I, uh, I, I, I think he, I he think was so vulnerable, yet like the the range displayed in this movie, I think, was incredible. A slight digression about Oscars, real quick. Go on. What best actor tends to want to do is reward long time legacy actors. You look at the last few years. You got like Joaquin Phoenix. You've got uh, Leo DiCaprio. Leo DiCaprio. You've got people who get nominated a lot of times and bring it out or who don't get nominated for ages and then are at a late career peak. So who's going to win? That's just come out of the film festivals that everyone's talking about. Here he goes. He's got something for us. It's Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Oh, of course. The whale. 100%. There's no world in which he doesn't win. This is what shits me about the Oscars. We talked about this It's all political. Of course it is. is. It's not about merit. It's about what the legacy is. And with Best Actor, they reward. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's going to deserve that. I'm sure he's very good in that movie. (laughs) I'm (laughs) really interested to see what that movie does. But I'm sure he should have won for George of the Jungle. Obviously. No, no. Dudley Dudley do right. Dudley do wrong. Dudley did. They did wrong by Dudley do right. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Um, What's the one where he's the monkey? Monkey bone. (laughs) Oh, let's just make it a Brendan Fraser podcast. (laughs) Okay. Everything else that we know, we're talking about Brendan Fraser. Crazy of him. So uh, yeah, I just think. Encino man. Go on. You're you're right about the Oscars holding that point. It's like they're gonna. They're probably gonna give it to Brendan Fraser. Yes. I think Austin Butler deserves it though. Honestly, that performance, like the. The, the scope he displays, uh-huh. the range, the emotion, the actual musical talent, and you guys are talking about. We're listening. That's we're fine. listening. No. 
Na- like Brendan Fraser is is in a fat suit and sits in front of a computer. That's yeah. what I understand the movie to be. And let's look. Let's look at everything he displays in that film. Yes, I, it's it's fucking transcendental. I think he does. Right I now. think he does a really really solid job considering. I don't think the movie gives him as much opportunity. The amount of times where I wanted more of Austin Butler yeah. because I thought he was doing a pretty great job. Um, really, it sunk it for me a little bit. Here's a suggestion I have, and I think I talked with you about this the other day. The person who loves it, I want you to come up with the thing that you thought was the worst thing about it or you would have improved. And if you're going to say Colonel Tom Parker, what else would you say beyond him? Because I think he's the obvious, like... Meh. What can I say? What, do I say right now? Yeah, what would you not... What would you well, say? I, I think the way it's framed, the structure of the story, yes. it should be more Elvis-focused. Yeah. Obviously. It's a strange framing device it's weird to think that the screenwriters got together and were like this is how we're going to do this it's going to be yeah, the story you don't need, a, you don't need a secondary vehicle really strange. when you've got Elvis it's an interesting enough story I agree yeah. so then I'd come at this now and go well what did I like about it go on. and I do have two things so I'm cheating wow around. so you're about to throw in the power one is <laughs> throwing in the power no these are the two things I like uh, this is a bit uh, sort of secondary to the movie but the Doja Cat remix of Hound Dog you ain't not the phenomenal I oh, love really? that song. Actually, the music on the whole. The, mu- the music, whenever they do, and the Baz Luhrmann sort of mix of, you know, the same thing he did with Gatsby where he's bringing in Jay-Z and, and sort of other people throughout. It's great. And the scene where he's walking down the street and suddenly Hound Dog turns into Doja Cat. I'm like, this is excellent. Why is the movie not more of this? I and love that shit. Secondary to that, just the music production yes. and the lip syncing. Like It all looks, it looks and sounds great. great. looks and sounds great. Great costumes. Looks you know, oh, What's her name? Atwood, right? Um, yep. The Colleen Atwood, am I correct? Who does the uh, costumes for all of Basil Luhrmann's movie? I think that's her name. Yeah, and yeah. And she's yeah. Gr- like Tim Chappell's partner. Uh, yes. Costume partner. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, really fantastic. <laughs> I'm Long way story. out of my loop that's on this right. one. Tim Chappell's the Oscar winning <laughs> costume designer from Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yes. And the Mask like. Singer, which I don't know if you guys watched How that. How about that? Those oh, masks. Never watched it. Incredible. Speaking of Oscars, here's my last bit that I really want to talk about <clears> that I thought was great. And it's the bit that you mentioned uh, where. Uh, Lumo thought he was going to win the Oscar. Yeah, that sequence, starting where Colonel Tom Parker goes backstage and finds him with his family, and they're trying to talk him in, and then there's a flashback to him. I think it's so unsubtle, and I think it's brilliant, and it's Pete Lerman where he goes to the speakeasy, and the guy's playing the guitar and singing the blues, and then he goes to the church. And it's like, oh, Elvis is a combination between the dirty blues and gospel. And I fucking loved that. I yeah. thought that was so good. And then when he gets on stage and the women are involuntarily jumping out of their seats and screaming and they do that slow-mo shot and Colonel Tom Parker's like, they don't understand what's happening. They know it's wrong, but they can't stop themselves. I'm like, if this is the movie, this is brilliant. Yeah. And nothing hits Strong that. start. Strong it's start. such a good... I would, I'm getting goosebumps talking about that. I would watch that sequence a million times. There's nothing in the movie that rivals that to me. It was just a fucking slog we, after that. Can we go back? Because yeah. you obviously have got a strong stance on hating this film. I really dislike it. Powerfully. Yeah. It doesn't sound what, like you what, do that. What, yeah, I'm no. That's, that's Those what, are my bits. That's what it. What was that's, your score? Score, I would, I would really struggle to give it more than three. Really? Those bits are incredible, but those are 10 minutes in a two-hour and 50-minute movie. You've given a lot. I mean, you do like to talk too, but there's a lot of examples there of what you loved about the Doja film. Cat and that sequence. Mm. I don't have anything else I like about it. Seriously. Okay. How did that take you 12 minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're not very <laughs> eloquent, you, you started with, <laughs> be more, you do like to talk. Be more succinct. I'll just, be more that's succinct. all I ask of you. I, I think so much of what you talked about, the way that it's just framed stupidly. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's way really too much, Colonel. Marcus, I'm going to assume you haven't been swayed. You still really like it. No, I, I do. Yeah. yeah. I, I just would cut it. I Honestly, I just think it was way too long. Yes. And I think that, yes, uh, it played too heavy on 
the villainous type with Colonel Parker when and do you know there was a thing that bothered me about the film too uh, the really incestuous love between him and his mum it was a bit uncomfortable you, it reminds you of yourself it was a bit <laughs> I I love my mum but like not like nose to nose nuzzling into the neck yes, sort they of were love very no, you guys are in different it states was, you don't get to do that very often yeah, anymore and when you do yeah you know. We I've seen it. her promotional. Uh, <laughs> I, God, no, sorry, I just sorry. love her perfume, though. <laughs> so, are we throwing in the pal, or are we? I think, I think you guys strong. are standing strong on liking it. I yeah. think it's. Although, I think it's yeah. not. I will. Thing. I will rate. I, will, I said eight. I'm going to go to seven. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Seven. I I can't budge much from three, but I would go ahead and say um, yes that Austin Butler is pretty good in it. Uh, Deserving of an do Oscar. Do we? He'll get the nom. I don't think he'll win. I don't think he should. <clears throat> yep. Let's go. Hear a word from our sponsors. No, okay, yep. Away from our sponsors and take it away. Thank you very much. All right. Throwing the Power has been a Hey Powers Productions production and it's produced by Frank, Tom, and Marcus. Uh, I wrote the song, so that's fun. He did all right. It's a wonderful song. We think it's good. Thanks for listening to our first episode, Elvis. Yeah, we liked it. Yeah. We hope to see you next week. Keep swinging those pelvises, guys. Ooh. Throwing the Power.